Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, the team is here. Sandy Max is in the studio. So is Greg Matzik. Daddy Lazaga is here. And so is Adam Roberts producing the show this afternoon. By the way, come by and see us. We're at the Avenue, right in the Third Market Street uh, Food Hall. Come on by. We have a big glass studio. We'd love to see you. All right, some stories we are tracking today. This is the three. At three on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Sandy, where do we start? A group of Wisconsin Republicans charged with posing as presidential electors following the 2020 election are asking for a change of venue. All right, so there were 10 Republicans who posed as electors when they really weren't. And they wanted to try to get Donald Trump elected. They wanted to try to overturn the election, according to some. And a lawsuit's been filed suing them, saying they broke several criminal and civil laws. So now those 10, and the lawsuit was filed in Dane County, which is where the alleged incident happened. It happened inside a room at the state capitol. And now those defendants, including Andrew Hitt, who is the former chair of the Republican Party, and Robert Spindell, a member of the Wisconsin Elections Commission, say, we want this moved out of Madison to our individual counties where we reside. Well, of course they do, because they're more likely to get a favorable jury in outstate and upstate Wisconsin. But the crimes, allegedly, and the lawsuit itself took place in Dane County. So it's likely to stay in Dane County, but a judge has yet to rule on this. What's the second thing? Closing arguments took place this morning in the trial of a Mequon man accused of killing a Kenosha man inside his Wood Creek apartment, then hiding his body in 2020. Mm. The man is Zachariah Anderson. He's the one on trial. The body has never been found. The jury has the case right now. Seven women, five men receiving the case. They are deliberating this afternoon. Anderson's accused of killing his ex-girlfriend's love interest and hiding his body. Trial began in February. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks of testimony. And the jury has it now. We could get a decision either today or more likely tomorrow or the day after. Yeah, this has been dragging out longer than they expected. Oh, it's been long for sure. What's the third thing? Concert news. Peter Gabriel climbing up over Salisbury Hill into Pfizer Forum this fall. He is. October 2nd, he's going to be here at Pfizer Forum. He announced his big North American tour earlier this month. Now he's added dates, including the one in Milwaukee. I love this. The last time he was in Milwaukee was in 2016 at Summerfest. He did a big show at the amphitheater with Sting. Yes, it was amazing. Did you see that? I was oh, there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I bet that was awesome. It was excellent. And they played each other's music. And That's so cool. Yeah, they have such a catalog. Of course, Peter Gabriel has new music coming out, and he'll be playing new songs. But he will be playing his hits, and he's got his Good. regular bandmates with him. Oh, it's going to be exciting. If you're a member of his fan club, you can go ahead and get tickets. Otherwise, uh, tickets do go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Epic. This is going to be good, good stuff. Peter Gabriel, Milwaukee, on October 2nd. It is 314 at WTMJ. Will Donald Trump get indicted today or tomorrow? We've got the latest straight ahead. Could Donald Trump be indicted late today or tomorrow or this week? Experts say it could happen. The DA's office in Manhattan says nothing. They're not commenting. Matt Piper is with us, CBS News. Matt, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Of course, you're welcome. Hey, Matt, I think we all woke up this morning to the headlines everywhere that there was the possibility this could happen. And this, of course, comes after the former president himself said, I will be arrested on Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Bring us up to speed. What do we know about this situation? 
So what we know is really kind of like how how you led into this. I mean, this could happen today. This could happen tomorrow. This might happen at the end of the week. I mean, yes, you're right. He did say on his social media platform on early Saturday morning that he was going to be arrested Tuesday. Now, did someone leak that to him? Did he just speculate that this could happen? Did he want to, you know, rile a base to, to be here in New York City? You know, none of us know that. But in terms of what's happening right now, there's essentially about two dozen people on a grand jury who are still right now, as we speak, hearing evidence in this case and hearing from witnesses. And once all of that is done, they will vote on whether or not to file a charge. And then it kind of goes through the the pipeline. Then the prosecutors will get a hold of Trump's team. And then it just kind of goes from there. But we don't know when that will happen. It really is up in the air at this hour. So, Matt, this is the headline is this is related to Stormy Daniels and hush money, which is true. It's part of that scenario. But it's not an allegation that he paid her hush money. It's more related to campaign finance and paperwork. Is that correct? It's not the actual payment itself that could land him in hot water. Absolutely. Perfectly said. This is for allegedly falsifying business records to hide campaign finance violations. So was he using money that the average person was donating to his campaign back in 2016 to then pay her off, allegedly? Was it from his own piggy bank or was it from donations that were gotten from other people? Yes. Are there people already gathering? Are these fears of a protest uh, warranted? Yeah, you know, they, the NYPD here in New York put up barricades early yesterday morning uh, in case people started to go to lower Manhattan, this very big and busy courthouse beginning yesterday and beginning today. There are handfuls of people out there yesterday and today. There have been some threats online from some, you know, what, what the NYPD and FBI call domestic violent extremists. Um, but nothing, you know, nothing huge at this point. Now, if an indictment comes down and Donald Trump decides to fly from Florida to New York and that gets out in terms of him putting it on social media, then I think you would see a huge contingent outside this courthouse because CBS News has learned that if and when he's indicted, he will fly himself up to New York at some point and then plans to say something on the steps of the courthouse. Now, that could bring who knows how many people. Both sides are expected to be there, too. Is that right, Matt? I mean, I saw today video of supporters of his that are there, as well as those who say he should go to jail. Oh, oh, absolutely. I would say that there's probably, you know, there's probably more supporters of his that are out there than not. Um, But, yes, there are people on both sides of this issue so far. As far as I know, there have not been any arrests, and it hasn't gotten violent, per se, because, again, he's not even in this state. From what we understand, he is huddled at Mar-a-Lago right now, with his team. And if an indictment comes down, you know, as I said, the prosecutors would call his team and then it's in his court. You know, no one, it would not come out, if you will, in the media. It would be him and his team knowing it first for the first few hours before any of us found out about it, in which case he might decide to put it on social media to alert everyone that he was on his way here. Matt, I have kind of an odd question, maybe obvious, but if this indictment comes through, Trump cannot run for president in 2024, correct? Or does this prevent him at all in this world of George Santos? You know, there's still, if you listen to the talking heads about this, there's a little bit of confusion because there's going to be, it depends on what this indictment says. Is it a felony? Is it a misdemeanor? Depending on what comes of this. From my understanding is if this is a felony, then yes, you would be correct. But, you know, if, if the level does not go up to a certain point and it's maybe a misdemeanor from what I understand 
he can, you know, still decide to to stay on with his campaign for 2024. Now, there's other, you know, investigations ongoing at the federal level as well as the state level here in New York. So if bigger charges come from other things in terms of, you know, the Georgia case asking for votes, et cetera, et cetera, that could tack on and that could be a much more serious charge. But right now we don't actually know the quote unquote charge and what that could, you know, eventually lead to. So unfortunately there's a lot of, there's a lot of what ifs right now and who knows in an hour we might find out more, but right now there's a bunch of people huddled in a room and there's no cameras, no media. We don't know what's going on back there. So Matt here in Wisconsin, if he faced the same scenario, he would not be charged likely with any crime. He would be asked to amend his report, and there may be a fine. And it's that way in many other states. And that's leading people to say that even if he's charged in New York and it's a misdemeanor, it may actually help his effort to become president. You outlined the picture of him showing up and standing on the steps with his rabid followers saying, martyr, martyr, oh my gosh, look what they're doing to him. Nikki Haley said it was revenge today. Is there a scenario where this could actually benefit the president, former president, excuse me? Yeah, you know, there is. I mean, from what we understand, you know, if, if this indictment comes through, everything would happen behind closed doors. He would be fingerprinted. There would probably be a mugshot. None of that would go out into the public. Now, from what I was hearing from other people yesterday, you know, it sounded like he would almost like to be shown to, you know, possibly be in handcuffs or something to kind of get get the base riled up uh, from from what some people were saying. So, you know, it's it's hard to say. You have some Republicans who are saying this is a witch hunt. You know, we had Jim Jordan on our newscast last night saying that this this was all politically motivated. You know, he decides to run a few weeks ago, and now look what's happening. So, and then there's also other Republicans who are saying, well, you know, this this is what he allegedly did, and, and now he's going to have to pay for it. So it, it really depends on the on the actual voter. You know, could, could someone be upset at, at what's happening? Sure. And you know, from what we understand in the last few days, he's certainly been campaigning about this. He's I get the emails here at work on, in terms of, you know, help me help me fight this, help me donate, help camp, help the campaign. So, yes, I think that there's a certain part of this country who would probably feel like this is a witch hunt and that they want to donate to him. And it could help his his bid for 2024. CBS's Matt Piper. Great perspective, Matt. Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. You're welcome. The world can be a messy place. Yep. And we at Wisconsin's Afternoon News think it could do with a little more nice. 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 Oh, that's nice. Say something nice to me. This is Something Nice on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. I love that. We need a little something nice on this Tuesday. And there's something to look forward to. Thursday is National Puppy Day. Oh, how do warm fun. little fuzzy buddies not make you smile? Yeah. And there's a special way you can celebrate all day long with a special puppy cam. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of Canine <laughs> Companions? I don't think so. It's a wonderful not-for-profit organization, and they provide service dogs okay. to adults, children, veterans with disabilities, and dogs for healthcare, criminal justice, educational settings for therapy. And they've been around since 1975 doing great work. And if you go to canine.org on Thursday, all day long, they have a litter full of about six puppies that you can watch. And they, they come from uh, an R litter, so you can watch Rain, Raven, Rhett, Rustin, and Reba as they frolic, as they snooze. 
as they play. And then there are going to be a couple of sessions where some of their volunteers are going to introduce you to the puppies and also Hmm. feed them and uh, give you some puppy tips. That's so nice. Who doesn't love puppies? Exactly. And puppies working dogs. These are going to be the future service dogs to help out. Service dogs are incredible. They are. Just unbelievable. I am so amazed. And and it's always like, a. don't think I'm supposed to pet the dog. I just kind of want to watch the dog. I want to see the dog. But the highly trained and skilled service animals just blow me away. So unrelated, I didn't know this was the story you were going to do. Yeah. Um, I have an adorable video of our two dogs that I just posted. So if you go to my Twitter or my (laughs) Facebook it's Corgi Playtime at my house. <laughs> so, you can watch John McKeer's Corgi Cam. Yeah, yeah. So go to John McKeer on Twitter or Facebook, and you can see my Corgi's playing. And then on Thursday, I love this. National you can check this Puppy out. Day. So celebrate how you would like, but just know that if you're at work or working from home, you can put up canine.org on Thursday and just have it on in the background. And anytime you need a little fuzzy buddy puppy fix... You can see. Did you them. say what breed the dogs are? I think they are Labradors. Oh, how cute! Or Golden Retriever. You know, yeah, the, yeah, that kind of dog. working yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact. Oh. Bre- I'm sure I can find out. I'm Thursday. So sorry. All right, yeah. Thursday. We'll check yeah. that out. Where are the happiest places on earth? I know. It's Disney, right? Well, aside from Disney. It's a magical place. It's so magical. It's a magically expensive place. (laughs) The happiest countries in the world. This is a list that's put out every single year. And this year, some of the same countries are on the list that there always have been. And there are some surprises. It's put out by the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network. And here are the things they look at. They take several factors into account when determining the happiest cities countries, excuse me, in the world. They look at healthy life expectancy, the average age that you will live to and be healthy. They look at GDP per capita, so that's how well people's finances are and how they're doing economically. They look at social support systems in countries. They look at the corruption rate in the government because they found that if you live in a corrupt government and you feel oppressed and you don't feel like you have a voice, it's bad. They look at generosity in a community where people look after each other. And they look at the likelihood in the country is that you'll have the freedom to make key life decisions. Less government intervention, less onerous rules, places you'll have the freedom to make key life decisions. Okay, So that's the factors that they look at. I mean, the list is subjective. You could look at other things, but that's what this <laughs> list looks at. You want to hear the list? You want to guess at the list? <laughs> of course. Of course. So the happiest country, do you, I don't know, do you want to do a countdown? Uh, let's start with, I'll have you guys guess a couple. Well, you know my ultimate happy place. What do you think the happiest place? But I don't think it is based on a lot of politics and opinions. Uh, England. Uh, it's in the top 20, but barely. Oh, no. Yeah. So That's it's interesting. It's 19. England is 19. Oh, wow. In large part because it's very, very expensive. So the factors I mentioned, mm-hmm. like GDP and um, other financial yeah. factors knock it down a little bit. And I just think of when I was over there last fall, it was, they were going through prime ministers, like, yeah, they do they go through socks, you know, so it's like there's a little <laughs> uh-huh. instability there. You so know? England is 19. What, so do you, what do you think? My mind always goes to Scandinavia. Like, when was the last time you talked to somebody who lives in Finland, Norway, who said, man, I'm just trying to get out of that country. Not that you spent a lot of time talking to those people, (laughs) but is anybody trying to scurry out of the Scandinavian region, (laughs) Denmark, Sweden, I'll throw up in there. Like, 
it, it always just seems very pleasant, very sunny, very nice. People are taken care of, low crime. Like that, that's how I envision Scandinavia. I was going to say, and remember in December we had, didn't we have a Finnish, a man from Finland? Oh, we had the Denmark guy. Denmark. Yeah, I gave him cheese yeah. curds. He and, threw up. Yeah, and he was yeah. delightful. And he said that Wisconsin reminded him of home. So I was like, oh, yeah. well, if he's in it. So is, where's Denmark? In uh, so Scandinavia dominates the list. Ding, 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 you win. Oh. So Finland is number one in the world, and that's the sixth year in a row wow. that Finland is the number one happiest country in the world. So they, they did everything right. They finished first. Hey, oh. They oh. did finish first. Denmark is second. Ah. Iceland is third. Israel is fourth. Hmm. Now, that one really surprises me. I would not have guessed that. Because they are under constant threat. They yeah. are constantly fighting for their life, literally. There's always a war going on just outside their borders. But I guess that says a lot about their people, so good for them. Despite that, they feel happy. That one just surprises me. The Netherlands, there you same go. part of the world, number five. Sweden, right next door, number six. Norway, there you go. next door to that, number seven. <laughs> Switzerland is eighth. Luxembourg is nine. New Zealand is you, ten. You hear all good things about New Zealand being pastoral and mellow and... It's unbelievably beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, um, you said Luxembourg? Yeah, Luxembourg is on there. Well, our former mayor, the yeah, ambassador. He, yeah. He traded up, I guess, because I haven't heard the U.S. yet. No. In the top you're uh, you're going to be waiting a while if you're waiting <laughs> to hear the U.S. <laughs> so, the world's happiest countries continue. Austria is 11. Australia is 12. So, New Zealand 10, Australia 12. That's kind of fun, right next to each other. Canada is 13. Kicks the United States behind. Ireland. There you go. Yeah. Ireland is 14. Very happy people. Yes. I'll be there on Thursday. I'll let you know how happy they are. Please do. The United <laughs> States comes in at 15. So Okay. okay there's we, some... I feel like we waited a while to get there, though, don't you? Yeah. Well, it, is that a surprise? No. I'm surprised it's, it's that high. I, I kind of am, too. It's not for, because it's not a land of opportunity. It's because we hurt each other way too much in this country. Like, it just, it's, it's awful. You, you think it, people in Norway are worried about mass shootings at churches? We're no, not, that's the kind of BS you have politics. to worry about. In the, in, it is the greatest country in the world, but man, it's flawed. There's no doubt. And we're not. Yeah, we're not in a real neighborly phase. There's 150 countries in the survey, and we're 15. So still do well, but you'd like to think we'd do better. 16 is Germany, right below the United States, followed by Belgium, back to Scandinavia. Every Scandinavian country is in the top 20. <laughs> Czech Republic, where Prague is, that's 18. The United Kingdom there we go. is 19, and Lithuania is 20. Oh, there's a surprise. So, you listeners that are coming with Scandinavia, we're going to be happy. It's going to be very happy over there when we go in September. Uh, what about the other end of the spectrum? So, taking those same factors into account, what are the least happy countries in the world? Well, you have to think where there's war it, happening. It's what you'd expect. Yeah. Afghanistan, Afghanistan is at the very bottom. Lebanon is right below that. Uh, Syria is hmm. next. Iran North Korea. So exactly what you'd you'd expect. Ukraine has to be on that list. What's that? Ukraine has to be on that list. Ukraine is 92, which is not Out of 150 countries? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought it would have been completely at the bottom. So that says a lot about their people, too. That, you know, Ukraine's strong and all of that, that they kind of reminds me of Israel. Despite the unstable atmosphere, Ukraine is still number 92. Russia is number 70. Ukraine has dropped precipitously. It's usually in the top 30. Mm. 
but understandably because of the tragic thing that's going on over there, they're now at 92. Are there any surprises in the that bottom half, that bottom 40 or so? I don't have the whole list, so I just have the bottom five. So Who's, I don't know who the do you have the that. very last because Af- we got Af- Afghanistan, Afghanistan is very Afghanistan last. last. We got Lebanon is second from the last. Syria is third from the last. One of our fans from the nine two zero on the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty wanted to know who's last. It's Afghanistan. Um, France for the first time has dropped out of the top twenty. Hmm. They're oh. twenty one, but they've been dropping year after year. Well, and they're going through all the turmoil now with the protests about their pension, and so they haven't been financially happy for a yeah. while. The fastest riser is Lithuania. Lithuania was number 52 four years ago, and now they are number 20. So Lithuania is growing. I'm curious. I don't. I realize now that I don't know much about Lithuania. Have you ever visited Lithuania? No, never. My world-traveling friend? Don't know much about <laughs> Lithuania or Luxembourg or Liechtenstein. I've been avoiding the L countries. I feel like we should do a... A fan trip to Luxembourg, since we know the ambassador there. That could be some fun. Let's do it. You're traveling now. <laughs> take your next trip to take your fans We're gonna to Luxembourg. We're going to break the seal. We're going to England in October. I'll tell you more about yeah. that. Or you can go to WTMJ.com if that piques your interest. That's going to be a uh, great trip, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited about so it. WTMJ.com, you can find about Sandy's trip, who we're, we're just unveiling today. It's going to be a wonderful, beautiful trip. So go to WTMJ.com, and right there, you can find it on the webpage. Yep. I'll be your personal tour guide through some of my favorite parts of London, and then we're going to see more. And then let's get to Finland. Six years in a row, number one. That's impressive. That is super impressive. That really is impressive. Yeah. So there you go. World's happiest countries for 2023.